baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. Good evening, fellow Neanderthals. Welcome to the John Whitmer Show, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. We're thrilled to have you with us this evening. Hope you're enjoying a happy, safe Labor Day weekend. Welcome to your local liberal resistance headquarters, where we proudly champion the conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. Thrilled to have you with us. If you'd like to call in, our studio lines are open. We'll be taking your calls on the 45s at 316-869-1330. You can also reach me by email at john at knssradio.com, on Facebook and Truth Social at The John Whitmer Show, and on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Reach out. We'd love to hear from you. I always enjoy hearing from listeners. Tonight, we've got a great show for you. Former University of Kentucky swimmer Riley Gaines and Attorney General Derek Schmidt will join us to kick off our 8 o'clock hour. They're going to talk about her ongoing fight to save women's sports and his call this week to the Kansas legislature to send the Fairness in Women's Sports Act to his desk in the first 100 days of the next session. Attorney Caleb Dalton from Alliance Defending Freedom will tell us about why Fort Riley Middle School has agreed to pay $95,000 in damages for violating a math teacher's First Amendment rights. Uh, I don't know if you've heard about this story, but the school district reprimanded and suspended a teacher for addressing a student by the student's legal and enrolled name rather than their uh, gender transition name. And then on top of that, they told the teacher they had to lie and conceal the student's gender transition from that student's parents. It went to court, and the court's obviously found in the side of the First Amendment. We'll discuss Planned Parenthood's announced plan to spend $50 million in the upcoming November elections with Daniel Tomlinson from Compass Cares. Author Joel Gilbert will tell us why he says Michelle Obama is going to run for president in 2024, regardless of whether or not Joe Biden is the Democrat nominee. And Jared Sheeler, chairman of the National Association of Convenience Stores, is going to tell us a little bit about why passage of the Credit Card Competition Act would save Americans from the crippling impact of debit and credit card fees. So it's going to be a great show. We'll be taking your calls again at 316-869-1330. Feel free to call in. Um, I don't know if you've heard some of the stories about Lacey Cruz's, uh, shall we say, bad behavior, but these stories and complaints about her interaction with the public are spreading like weeds, for lack of a better term. We just they keep sprouting up. Uh, There's been, however, yet to be any calls for her resignation, which, of course, should be expected considering that she's a liberal. She's a Democrat and a media darling, so we, I mean, what would we expect? Um, had a Republican, any Republican, been accused of any one of the things that Lacey, Lacey Cruz has not only been accused of, but witnesses have come forward to talk about these stories, the symphony of calls for her resignation or their resignation would be loud enough to be heard in the Flint Hills. I mean, it, it's, it, it would be obvious. They'd be running them out on a rail. There'd be pitchforks and fire. But this is Lacey Cruz, and this is a Democrat, so uh, yeah, no big deal. She didn't mean it. It's a misunderstanding. And whether intentional or not, her pattern of public drunkenness and offensive bad behavior is 
been repeated, repeated time and time again from one incident to the next. And I'm not just talking about the incident last week that came to light. Uh, I mean, last week, the Sedgwick County Commission leadership had to release a written statement rebuking Commissioner Cruz after she was thrown out and banned from an old town gay bar and dance club. The letter signed by Chairman David Dennis, the Republican, well, quote unquote Republican, and Chair Pro Tem Sarah Lopez, the liberal Democrat, calls Cruz's behavior, quote, disappointing and disturbing, and hints that she may have breached the commission's code of ethical conduct, which includes, quote, modeling decorum, well, good luck with that, respect for others, <laughs> and civility in all public relationships, unquote, as an elected official. Okay, just throw that out. The, quote, the situation that occurred over the weekend, this was two weeks ago, Involving a Cedric County commissioner is disappointing and disturbing, the letter said. It demonstrates to us as elected officials that we must be ever-present and ever-vigilant to always have positive interactions with our community. And I, and I was glad to see them do it. I was surprised that Democrat Sarah Lopez actually signed on to the letter. But other than sending a letter, that's all they've done. And the press has ignored it. I never saw any of the local TV stations cover it. The Eagle ran the couple stories, and it's gone. That's it. You know, you say racist things at a bar, get kicked out because you're drunk and disorderly, but, you know, who cares? For those of you who may not be familiar with this story, Cruz was kicked out of the XY bar after she called a bartender a name that the bartender said was racist and that Lacey Cruz said was a misunderstanding in a noisy bar. <laughs> yeah, and if you buy that... I've got a lovely piece of beachfront property out in western Kansas. It's got a lovely view of the ocean. I can sell it to you cheap. I mean, this, this is apparently the third time that Lacey Cruz has been thrown out of that particular bar for rude and disruptive behavior. And the owner finally said enough is enough. And I appreciate commission sending the letter, but that's it? A, a letter? No further action? Oh, that's right. She's a Democrat. And you know how it works for Democrats. Rules for thee, but not for Lacey. But this is not the only incident. It's a string of incidents involving Commissioner Cruz. According to witnesses, Lacey Cruz attended a pro-abortion rights event earlier this summer and was similarly disrespectful and obnoxious to the waitstaff at that event. Again, rules for thee, not for Lacey. There was yet another incident in Topeka back on January 27th. Cruz attended the local government day co-hosted by the League of Kansas Municipalities and the Kansas Association of Counties. Together with the other commissioners, council members, and the mayor, according to multiple eyewitness accounts, Lacey Cruz walked over to Attorney General Schmidt, who was talking with a small group and directly with a Wichita elected council member, cocktail in hand, of course, Cruz then proceeded to interrupt the ongoing conversation that Attorney General Schmidt was having and offered his hand in greeting. Now, so far, other than, you know, being a little rude and interrupting, it's just typical Lacey. You know, one hand with a cocktail and the other hand interrupting. After the awkward handshake, Lacey Cruz replied, I heard you had a really S-Y handshake. You can figure out what the four letters between S and Y are. I heard you had a really essy handshake. Since then, according to multiple witness accounts, proceeded to poke the attorney general, whom she just met, physically in the belly with her index finger in the disapproval, and said, quote, you need to walk that off. Your wife will appreciate it. Good thing it's campaign season. This is a Cedric County commissioner. Point to his, what would she say to, well, we know what she'd say to anybody else. She'll say this to someone she just met at a public event. City and county leadership went so far as to apologize to the attorney general for Cruz's bad behavior. Again, why are we covering up and forgiving this kind of reckless and inappropriate behavior? Oh, that's right, because it's rules for thee and not for Lacey. Let's not forget there were unsubstantiated allegations leveled at Michael O'Donnell when he was a county commissioner. 
and the press and his fellow commissioners called for his resignation. Where are the calls for Lacey's resignation? These incidents have witnesses. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Rules for thee and not for Lacey. At another event at which the county was receiving a rather sizable grant, Commissioner Cruz took the opportunity to accost a member of the delegation awarding the grant to our community. According to witnesses, she then went on to point out her disapproval of what she saw as a, quote, lack of diversity amongst the county commission, and then proceeded to denigrate the very citizens of the community she purports to represent. She blasted our community for not being diverse enough to the people who were rewarding our county a grant. Rules for the not for lazy. Has Cruz paid back the taxpayer for her taxpayer-funded trip to Africa yet? Has anyone even asked? Rules for thee, not for Lacey. Has anyone even followed up on the fact that she was campaigning and door-knocking while wearing her official county-issued credentials? Again, rules for thee, not for Lacey. And is this accumulation of ethical violations and bad behavior representative of our community? Leadership at the city and county continue to have to apologize for and cover up her drunken behavior, her bad behavior, her unethical behavior. At what point will someone say is enough and is enough? Why should anyone be surprised by the lack of further any disciplinary action in these cases? During the pandemic, Commissioner Cruz was the driving force behind the COVID lockdowns and mandates in our county, closing businesses, mandating masks, except, of course, you will recall, when she was caught at a bar and a private party not complying with her very own mask mandates. But that was overlooked, too, because, after all, rules for thee and not for Lacey. We'll be taking your calls at 745. In the meantime, coming up after the break, author Joel Gilbert will tell us why Michelle Obama is going to run for president in 24. Gee, many Christmas. There's something to look forward to. We'll be back right after this. Join Mark Patrick Seminars and lose the weight guaranteed. Only $49.99. Hypnosis designed to destroy unwanted cravings, late-day eating binges, and stress eating. Also, stop smoking with Mark Patrick Seminars without cravings, irritability, or weight gain, or your money back. Weight Loss Seminar, Saturday, September 24th at the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott in Wichita. Time is 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Registration begins at 10.30 a.m. Stop Smoking Seminar starts at 2 p.m. Registration starts at 1.30. Local radio continues to stand out among all audio platforms. Why? Because local radio broadcasters are one of you. Members of the community who see, care about, and understand what's going on in our hometowns. Local radio supports businesses and schools while also providing breaking news and weather, plus local events coverage and entertainment. Staying connected to our communities is at the heart of what we do. Trusted, accessible, free. Kansas broadcasters remain focused on you. Are you suffering from neuropathy? Do you experience stabbing pain, numbness, tingling, or a burning sensation in your hands or feet? If you've been diagnosed with neuropathy or are experiencing pain or numbness in your hands or feet, call Advanced Wellness and Rehab at 316-217-9223 to schedule a $49 consultation and neuropathy severity exam. Discover how our non-surgical treatments for neuropathy can help you find relief. Our treatments focus on helping your nerves heal, not just masking your pain with addictive medication. Many patients experience relief from their neuropathy symptoms in only a few sessions. There's no surgery and no use of prescription drugs. Call Dr. Andrew Roy, D.C., with Advanced Wellness and Rehab at 316-217-9223 to find out if you're a candidate for neuropathy treatments that are changing lives. Don't spend another day suffering. Call 316-217-9223 today for your $49 consultation and neuropathy severity exam and get the relief you deserve. Whether it's day, I listen to the morning news to see what's going to happen in the day. Because I need to know what to wear before I walk out the door. It kind of determines your day. Or whether it's night. You can't always predict weather by looking at the sky. I like to know how cold, how warm. Weather news happens here. I think it's just comforting to know. Know how to prepare. For weather especially. Because it's <laughs> something you need to know. We knew what the weather was. We knew what was happening. I expect at least three or four storms. Your radio station did us a lot of good. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 
In today's economy, you can't afford to take chances. I'm Rita with Roto-Rooter Plumbers. We are known as the most experienced and the most honest plumbing and drain company in Wichita. Even though we have the most experienced technicians, we charge less than some of our competitors. We warranty our work and we won't try to talk you into doing unnecessary repairs. Reach us at Rooter.com or 263-AWAY. And away go travel down the drain. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wick Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. I don't think I didn't notice what you're doing with this song here, by the way, Dave. <laughs> don't forget, if you ever miss an episode, you can always visit knssradio.com. You'll find a link to podcasts of all our episodes there. And make sure, yes, yes, Michelle, my bill. Make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best. No, we do not need her. Trust me. Uh, yeah, you, you know what to do. You can like and share me on Twitter. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, I cannot stand her. Okay, folks, here's a prediction for you. Michelle Obama will run for president in 2024 like it could get any worse than <laughs> creepy Obama and uh, sleepy Joe Biden. But uh, base, she'll base her candidacy on a life story that is more racially divisive and very nearly as fictitious as that as her husband, Barack. Is that a plot for an upcoming episode of The Twilight Zone or a scary sneak peek into a dystopian future. Joining us now to answer that question is Joel Gilbert. He is author of Michelle Obama 2024, Her Real Life Story and Plan for Power, and director of the documentary Michelle Obama 2024. Joel, thank you for joining us this evening, and please, God, tell me that this is not true. <laughs> okay, well, well, great to be here, and I have to tell you, I believe it is true. I made this film and book, uh, Michelle Obama 2024. By the way, the book is on Amazon.com, yes. and the film you can see on SalemNow.com, live stream or get the DVD. Yeah, and I, I followed the Obamas for like 10 years, ugh. and I noticed that Michelle was pretty much following the same formula that Barack did to become president. Uh, Barack based his candidacy on his personal story. He wrote that best-selling book called Dreams from My Father. Right. Uh, Michelle came out in 2018 with her own autobiography called Becoming and went on a big national book tour, sold 10 million copies. Uh, Barack was the keynote speaker for John Kerry in 2004, introduced the candidate at the National Convention of the Democrats. There was Michelle Obama, the keynote speaker for Joe Biden in 2020. Right, yeah. Uh, introdu introducing Biden. And lastly, people don't might might remember that Barack actually started in politics in Chicago by running a voter registration organization called Project Vote, 1992. Sure enough, Michelle has founded her own voter registration organization called When We All Vote, and she's running around the country giving these fiery speeches, hitting on every Democrat talking point. So I'm just looking at her Twitter every day, Michelle's uh, all politics all the time. She's got 100 million social media followers. She's the best-loved Democrat. And I have, I'm absolutely convinced that she will be declaring for president next year. You know, so I, I've looked at this, at your book, uh, and it's based on a year's worth of research and extensive personal interviews with those closest to Michelle Obama, including relatives and teachers, professors, boyfriends. Right. Uh, you know, it's interesting, though, you point out that her real story and real life history um, doesn't really kind of match, you know, the reality. It's it's she's actually created a very cynical, highly effective, but false narrative about her real life. 
largely based on you know gender and race and in many cases she sold out her own community in order to advance her personal agenda right that's that's all correct look michelle has chronically tried to manipulate uh, black and minority voters for many years with these phony claims of growing up with racial discrimination to earn their sympathy and their votes but in reality after doing all that research i went to chicago i talked to her kindergarten classmates elementary school teachers, high school teachers, you name it. And it turns out Michelle had a very privileged childhood. She was uh, from a political family. Her father was a precinct captain. I mean, she worked for the Democrat Party machine in Chicago. She partially grew up in Jesse Jackson's house because she was best friends with his daughter, Santita. So Michelle just had this very uh, exclusive childhood, and she was, uh, you know, afraid of black people. She talks about openly in her book, Getting in Fistfights, with a girl that called her an Oreo, meaning you're black on the outside, white on the inside. They would accuse her of acting white and talking white. So she always ran away from the black community for education. So did her brother. Her brother went to a private Catholic school far away from the black community, all white. But Michelle openly lies about it to this day. She says, oh, I went to the neighborhood schools and my parents couldn't afford private schools. Total nonsense. And then I do go into in the film and the book uh, version about how, as a professional, Michelle sold out the black community. She worked for the mayor of Chicago as the assistant planning commissioner, uh, and this was during the period of redevelopment. And Michelle gave away this land that there was these projects on, Cabrini Green. They knocked down the projects, made about 20,000 blacks homeless to give the land to people like Tony Resco, who would build these single-family homes on them. And then later, she worked for the University of Chicago Medical Center, and her job was to prevent the black Southside community from using the emergency room. And she actually put them in these vans and dumped them in these neighborhood clinics that were just really crappy strip mall clinics. She would put them in these vans. It was called patient dumping. It was actually illegal. So Michelle spent her life either running away from the black community or selling them out. But as a politician, she pretends to be one of these ordinary black folks that she spent her life exploiting. You, uh, we're talking with Joel Gilbert, author of Michelle Obama 2024, her real-life story and plan for power. Uh, Joel, you suggest that as the quote-unquote best-loved Democrat, which, I mean, there's a title I would run from, like the plague, but, but you suggest that Mc- Michelle has been preparing to run for president since 2016, you, oh, yeah. you illustrated this the same, you know, basically the same playbook that Barack took. Right. The bottom line here is Michelle Obama is not at all who she pretends to be. And, and in reality, just like her husband, she's dangerous, though. And it almost she's almost more dangerous than Barack because he was fairly predictable. I think she is much more dangerous because she's more sinister in hiding her true nature. Is she not? Well, Barack and Michelle are kind of two sides of the same coin. Uh, I also discover in the film that among Michelle's best friends was Bernadine Dorn, one of the heads of the Weather Underground. She worked with her at a Chicago law firm for three years, and it was Bernadine Dorn that radicalized Michelle as well and taught her about the politics of fear, this idea that we're all afraid of each other. This is what Michelle preached in the 2008 campaign. Uh, but Michelle and Barack uh, both were very close to Bernadine Dorn and Bill Ayers, her husband. And uh, Michelle does have kind of a psychological dark side that really drives her to seek more and more power and more influence. I go into this in the film, how she always feels like she doesn't belong and she's gotten things without deserving them. So she's always trying to prove herself. I think running for president is one of the things she's doing to try to show that she belongs somewhere. Uh, But she is actually a better politician than Barack. She's a better speaker. She speaks with more emotion. She comes off more authentic, even though she's just about as phony as he is. So uh, you don't think she primaries Joe Biden, though. You just think they clear the field. They push the old, you know, tottering old dementia Joe out of the way to make way for her. Is that your, your thought? Well, my thought is, look, if you're mad at Joe Biden or you think Biden's doing a bad job, You know, you're kind of playing into the hands of those that write his transcripts and his uh, teleprompter speeches. Uh, Biden is irrelevant. If he wants to run for president, you know, he's not going to have much support and no money. It doesn't even matter. So once Michelle declares for president, I think the others will, even if they want to stay in the race, they're not going to have any chance whatsoever. Michelle is 
far and above the most popular person in the country, let alone Democrat. And you think she'd primary him, even if Joe wants to stay in it, you think she runs against him? I don't think, uh, yeah, I think if she runs against him, he'll, he'll be irrelevant. Uh, he was irrelevant in 2020. I mean, he lost Iowa. He lost New Hampshire. It was a joke. It, you know, somehow he pulled out South Carolina with the help of uh, a lot of the black vote that yeah, Jim got Clyburn. out for yeah. him. Yeah, and then everybody dropped out on the same day all of a sudden. So the Democrats are kind of like the Soviet Politburo. They kind of march according to what they're told to do. Wow. It sounds like a fascinating book. Again, it's called Michelle Obama 2024, Her Real-Life Story and Plan for Power. If folks are interested, they can find there's more information on the web at michelleobama24.com. And they can right. find you on Twitter at Joel S. Gilbert, correct? That's correct. Uh, Joel, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you again for joining us this evening. I hope you're wrong because she scares me. She always has. But uh, carry on the fight, my friend. Appreciate you joining us tonight. Okay, thanks for having me. Well, I tell you, the notion of Michelle Obama running for president scares the heck out of me. We're taking your calls at 745, but coming up after the break, attorney Caleb Dalton from Alliance Defending Freedom is going to talk to us about this asinine case at Fort Riley Middle School. You don't want to miss it. Stick around. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Get some rest this Labor Day weekend and put Rusty Eckford to work for you. During our Labor Day sales event, we want you to kick back, relax, and let us show you how easy buying your next vehicle should be. Choose from over 300 available new and pre-owned vehicles, all with Labor Day pricing. And at Rusty Eck Ford, you won't pay random dealer markup over MSRP. Buy your new Ford from Rusty Eck Ford at MSRP, and you keep the Ford rebates. Plus, you can give yourself a break and make no payments up to January 2023. And you can take advantage of special financing offers as low as 0.99% APR. Put Rusty Eck Ford to work for you during our Labor Day sales event now through September 5th. If you don't come see us today, we can't save you any money. Rusty Eck Ford and RustyEckFord.com. Prices plus tax and fees, all board rebates and dealer. Excludes Raptor, Bronco, GT500. 0.9% APR available on select new and certified premium Fords for a limited term. Payment deferral of up to $500 per month. Interest increase from date of purchase. All offers with approved credit expire September 5th, 2022. Tired of living with chronic joint pain from arthritis or injury? Stop with the steroids and pain meds and don't have surgery until you check out regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics. These therapies can help the body have long-term relief of your pain. Meet Dr. Justin Garzone, medical director at QC Kinetics. We use your body's own healing properties, highly concentrate them, and then use that to restore and repair the damaged tissues in your joints. This is a cutting-edge natural solution from local medical professionals. We have a team of medical assistants, physician assistants, nurse practitioners, and physicians that are trained specifically just to do regenerative medicine. And Dr. Garzone speaks from personal experience. Before joining the QC Kinetics team, he was an actual patient. I am now pain-free. You too can get lasting relief from joint pain. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 316-285-9975. That's 316-285-9975. 316-285-9975. Mike Seltzer Jewelers has been pleasing customers since 1950. Come in, look around, have your rings cleaned and inspected while you're there, free of course. Mike Seltzer Jewelers has beautiful diamond engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, and of course earrings of diamonds, gemstones, and pearls. So for engagements, anniversaries, birthdays, or whenever you're ready to make your next jewelry purchase, Remember the professional you can trust. Mike Seltzer Jewelers, 29th and North Rock Road in Comaterra Center. News you need to know. President Trump said the raid was a disgrace. All day. It's important that we all take monkeypox seriously. All night. Wyoming has spoken. KNSS. The weather pattern remains quiet tonight. 64 degrees, a mostly clear sky. A light northeast wind will stay under 10. For your Monday, Labor Day, sunshine, 91 degrees, a light northeast wind. No big changes Tuesday, sunshine, up to 92 in the afternoon. I'm KNSS meteorologist Rodney Price. News. I'm Kathleen Maloney. Canadian police are searching for two suspects accused of stabbing 10 people to death and injuring 15 in the province of Saskatchewan. Authorities say some of the victims appear to have been targeted, but others were randomly attacked. There are 13 crime scenes. 
Two are killed, five wounded in a shooting near a Virginia college campus. Norfolk Interim Police Chief Michael Goldsmith says the early look at the incident indicates there was a party that got out of hand. Apparently a fight broke out at the party, and once the fight started, then uh, somebody pulled out a gun and started shooting. Chief Goldsmith says, as is the case in many incidents like this. In the process of doing that, they shoot innocent people who end up dying. One of the victims who died was a student at Norfolk State University. Fox's Grinnell Scott, America is listening to Fox News. Live Sunday nights, this is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. You can also listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook and True Social. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay informed on all the latest show updates. Well, in a victory for free speech at public schools this week, Fort Riley Middle School officials have agreed to pay $95,000 in damages and attorney's fees for violating a math teacher's First Amendment rights when they reprimanded and suspended her for addressing a student by the student's legal and enrolled name and forced that teacher to conceal the student's social transition from the student's parents. I know it it sounds outrageous, but it's happening, and sadly it's even happening here in Kansas. Joining us now to tell us about the case is Caleb Dalton. He is an attorney with Alliance Defending Freedom, an alliance-building nonprofit legal organization committed to protecting religious freedom, free speech, parental rights, and the sanctity of life. Caleb, thank you for joining us this evening. It's always a pleasure when we can have ADF folks on the show. Nice of you to join us, my friend. Good evening, John. Thanks so much for having me on. Caleb, I really appreciate you guys uh, coming on and, and joining us, especially at short notice because this, this decision just came out this week. But for those of my listeners who may not be familiar with the story, the teacher was suspended for not using a female student's preferred he, him pronouns, correct? Uh, that's part of it, yeah. Pam has been a math teacher there for Riley Middle School since 2005, distinguished career. Uh, she's been teaching even before that, and uh, just a great math teacher. She loves her students, wants everyone to succeed. And she did have a couple of female students who I, I began identifying as male. Maybe they're struggling with their gender identity. And what the school said was, you have to immediately change the way you address these students at school. But then also, you have to keep parents in the dark. You're not allowed to tell parents that their students are asking to be referred to by a different name or pronoun at school. You have to keep parents in the dark about that. And obviously, as somebody who cares about her, her students, uh, Pam uh, thought that, you know, not only was odd, it violated her, her faith and her conscience to be like, OK, I have to lie to parents when I talk to them. I have to use the legal name. But then at school, I have to use this different name and pronoun. So that's what led up to this lawsuit. Well, and, and Pam, you know, is for lack of a better term, she, she reminds me a little bit of some of my teachers Back in the day, she sounds a little old school. She prefers using their, you know, their their last name or, you know, it's Miss Jones or Miss something or other, which I get that. It's a little more formal. It helps maintain a level of decorum in the classroom. But, and I frankly, I don't care. Whatever. You want to call yourself a kumquat as far as I'm concerned. I could care less. The bigger issue that I see here is the district instructing her to lie to this girl's parents about the girl's gender transition. I mean, why would the school district be forcing a teacher to conceal that student's transition from the student's parents? I mean, that seems 
completely irresponsible and and borderline abuse if you ask me it's i mean they're they're just injecting themselves into a private matter but but trying to conceal it from the parents i i, I just don't understand that it is it's incredible to think that a school district do, would do this and that they think they know better than parents i mean you you know if you know if a kid falls and and skins their knee at school right <laughs> well you tell the parent thank you how much more serious of a medical issue if, if a student is struggling with their gender identity or or maybe even has a potential diagnosis of gender dysphoria how much more serious is that and you're going to keep that from parents that that kind of policy is not only irresponsible imposing that kind of burden on a teacher and saying they have to lie to parents it's unconstitutional as well so we're thankful the court agreed well, and the Geary County School District has said it has no comment. I know the media has reached out to them for comment. They're refusing. But, Caleb, tell me if I'm wrong. No school district should ever force teachers to willfully deceive parents or, in that, for that matter, engage in any speech that violates their deeply held religious beliefs. I mean, that's, that's another issue that bothers me. I don't think a teacher gives up their fundamental rights just because they walk into the schoolhouse door. They don't, and that's that's absolutely correct. The Supreme Court ruled on that years ago and literally said teachers don't lose their First Amendment rights at the schoolhouse gate, is the language the court used. And yet schools today think that they can compel a teacher to say anything, especially in something like this completely unrelated to math. It's not like uh, <laughs> Ms. Rickard wasn't teaching math. She was teaching math great. What they were trying to do is compel her to speak a message about an ideology that's completely unrelated to her job there. And not only that, like you said, compelling her to deceive parents. And I, I think there's a positive message that can come out of this too, and maybe a lesson for school districts, which is that they should be working alongside parents to assist in their education. It shouldn't be the, the schools keeping parents in the dark. This should be a collaborative effort. And Pam told me this as we were talking. She was like, you know what? I have seen students succeed from whatever you know, economic status, whatever background, when parents are involved. And she knows that the, the key for success for students is for parents to be involved in their education and in their lives. And schools need to take that to heart, not keep parents in the dark, but actually come, come alongside them, collaborate and include them in their child's education. We're talking with Caleb Dalton. He's an attorney with Alliance Defending Freedom. Now, Caleb, I, you know, people I think would expect this kind of attitude in, you know, a California school district. Certainly we've seen it on, on both courts, uh, coasts rather. But I, I, I would hope that now this case provides rather obvious, rather stark lessons for Kansas school boards, hopefully across the state, that schools shouldn't, first off, lie to parents, and teachers now should be free to be able to engage in or, or not feel like they have to engage in speech that violates their fundamental rights. Do you think that now we've got a case that, that can set a precedent so teachers can feel a little more free to say no if they don't want to have to engage in certain speech that a, a woke district is trying to force on them? I, I hope so. I think the court was very clear in this case. The, the language the court used, especially in the or related to the parental rights issue, was very, very clear. And every school district should pay attention to that. Every school district should pay attention to the Supreme Court when they said that teachers don't lose their fundamental right to free speech when they walk in the door. And this isn't an either or issue either. I think everybody knows that tolerance is a two way street and there are middle grounds that can be found here in which you know teachers aren't required to lie or deceive uh, parents or to say things that are untrue to students. And yet students can also feel valued, respected, and loved wherever they're at. And that's what Pam tried to do here is provide an accommodation. She stopped using the actual biological pronouns to refer to these students and was using her last names as, as an accommodation. And yet that wasn't enough for the school district. And that's a totalitarian type of mentality when you come in there and say, no, it's not enough that you accommodate, you must actually affirm this ideology. That's not a society that is tolerant or accepting. It's not a society that's actually open to free thought or free exercise and free speech. And I think that should concern everybody, whether or not you agree with the ideology at issue here or not. 
I, I think you're right, and I'm glad you mentioned that. We want to create a safe and welcoming environment in the classroom, but it's also important that we acknowledge that that environment should include the teacher as well. And, and I think that's one thing that sometimes gets lost here is we're trying to accommodate a very, very small, very fringe minority. We have to make sure that the teacher's included here and, and they their rights, their needs, and their religious views need to be included as well, correct? That's absolutely right. And I think it's also important to recognize that teachers being required to affirm this isn't actually good for students. Right. You know, it is not actually good for a student to tell them that they something that's untrue to say, oh, you're actually a different sex than than you really are. Thank you. Yes. And the data is the data is pointing that out. It's not it's not actually helpful for, for them to do. And not only that. You shouldn't be co-opting, you know, people say this is a medical treatment, but you shouldn't be co-opting teachers into participating in an undiagnosed medical treatment, and which is exactly what the school was trying to do here. And it's just bizarre, uh, to, be, to be honest, to say a teacher has to participate in this and then not even tell parents about this medical treatment that you're supposedly giving a student. So forcing teachers to say things that are untrue and harmful to students is not how you actually protect students. Well, I appreciate the work that you guys do at Alliance Defending Freedom. We posted a recent story related to this on the John Whitmer Show Facebook page. If my listeners want to read it, they can find a link to it there, but they can also visit adfmedia.org. They can find information on all the stuff that you guys do, including this story there as well, correct? That's right, John, adfmedia.org. I appreciate you, Caleb. Thank you again for joining us this evening and carry on the fight, my friend. Thank you, John. Thanks so much for having me. We'll take a quick break, and then I want to hear from you. Our phone lines are open, 316-869-1330. Give us a call. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is officially live in Kansas with a can't-miss offer. New customers, bet just $5 on anything and get $200 in free bets instantly. Want more action? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. Get up seven, you win! Bet on any pro football team of your choice, and if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code KNSS to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. That's promo code KNSS only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Getting help is your best bet. Call 800 522 4700. 21 and over. Physically present in Kansas. Eligibility restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt in. Moneyline bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash Kansas. On behalf of Boot Hill Resort and Casino. Here's the deal. I've had constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating for years. I've tried a lot of laxatives and fiber supplements, but my symptoms keep coming back. You could have a chronic condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC. Linzess or linaclotide is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two years old. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, Stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. There could be more to your story with IBSC. Talk to a doctor today. Say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. Sponsored by Abbey and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. Chance Transmissions is a business built from a hobby and love of mechanics, with Dave and his sons working on cars in the garage to building their own race cars. To 40 years' experience repairing and rebuilding customers' transmissions today, Chance Transmissions is built from this family experience and based on values of honesty, faith, and friendliness. Next time you or someone you know is in need of transmission work, trust the expertise at Chance. Chance Transmissions, your transmissions experts. Enjoy the show from wherever you are with the MLB app. 
Download for free to gain access to in-game highlights, pitch-by-pitch -pitch features, and more. All from your mobile devices. Show support for your favorite team with customizable MLB club-branded icons and tune in to exclusive premium content for every team in the league. Baseball is everywhere with the MLB app. The number one source of live baseball on your Apple and Android devices is the official app of Major League Baseball. Download the MLB app today. Additional subscriptions may be required. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Of course, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook and through social pages. And follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. want to kind of give you a little heads up on some uh, scheduling things coming up here in the next few weeks. NFL season, as you know, kicks off here, I believe, next Sunday. We may or may not be with you next Sunday. It just depends on how late that Kansas City Chiefs game goes. It's a, it's a 3.30 uh, kickoff. If it runs late, we'll, 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 we won't be here, so we'll try and update you through the Facebook page. But either way, it's the only late game uh, in September, so the rest of the month will be with you. And we have some great guests planned for you in the coming weeks. Former Texas Senator Phil Graham will be with us towards the end of the month. And here coming up in just a couple of weeks, we'll talk with South Dakota Governor Christy Nome about her upcoming trip to Wichita. She's actually coming here for a fundraiser, which is being held at the home of Link, <laughs> Link of Libba and Wink Hartman. Uh, that, I guess, well, you know, they're, they're, they're of like minds. They're a couple. They, they, you could call them Link, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Libba and Wink Hartman. Uh, it's, a, it's a fantastic fundraiser for Derek Schmidt and Katie Sawyer with special guest South Dakota Governor Christy Nome. It's coming up on Tuesday, September the 20th at the home of, uh, of the Hartmans. Some great event. I guarantee you, if you haven't had a chance to, uh, to meet Christy Nome and hear from her, talk to her, she is just a, a wonderful person and a great speaker. I've had the chance to have her on the show before and, and meet her. She's wonderful. This would be a great opportunity. Plus, we need to raise money for, for Derek Schmidt. He's in a tough fight with uh, liberal Laura Kelly, and you know they need the help, and it's a great event for a great cause. If you're interested, you can get more information and tickets, reservations at SchmidtforKansas.com. Again, that event is coming up on Tuesday, September 20th. Should be a, uh, a great event. If you haven't been out to Wink and Libba Hartman's house, that alone is worth the cost of admission. Their home, uh, Tony, I don't know if you've ever been out to the Hartman's home, but it is amazing. It is, I mean, it's, I can't, I can't tell you how many acres. It's out towards Rose Hill. Very nice. Uh, but he's got llamas and oh, buffalo okay. yeah. and lions and tigers and bears. I mean, it, it, the yeah. place is gorgeous, and the house itself is stunning. And he's opening his home for this event to, to benefit Derek Schmidt. And uh, Christy Noem, of course, is – I mean, she'll love it. Yeah. Maybe we'll get her on a, on a buffalo or something. I, yeah. She can ride it. I guarantee, if you've seen that, I guarantee if anybody could, Christy Noem could ride it. So, <laughs> But, no, it'll be, it should be a great event. Pat, uh, thank you for sticking around. You're on the, uh, on the John Whitmer Show. Country, Pat Kelly, Jr., grateful that uh, we have an attorney general – Schmidt, that's interested in protecting women's sports. Yes. And he's going to be interviewed down the way here in a few moments. You've had great guests on tonight, by the way. Great show. Thank you. And, and uh, what are males doing in swimming, for example, that they stand a foot and a half taller than the yeah, women, I, and they have testosterone, and they have geni genitalia? What are they doing compete, competing in women's sports? It's an unfair advantage. I think it's uh, – I'm glad we have an attorney general uh, tackling this question. But also kudos. I, I wanted to give kudos to Chris Kobach for hosting Dr. McCullough uh, a few months back about the booster shot problem. Oh, and, yes, uh, yes, yes. Well, and, you know, now CDC has now come out with yet another, uh, you know, where, where they're wanting us to go get yet another booster. Now, of course, I, you know, bad. I'm naughty because I haven't even had my first 
COVID vaccine. My wife and I were talking about. I don't know, Tony. You have you you've had the shot? Yeah, you? I did yeah. get it. Yeah. You get now. Have you had all the boosters no, and something? No, uh, so yeah, uh, no, two shots. I, I think I did get a booster. You got a booster. I, well, done. you're behind now. I'm done see, with that. now you, so you're done. See, and that's yeah. I keep hearing so many people who got their. You know, their regiment. Yeah. Uh, and my guess is Pat probably I'm hasn't. not as uh, scared with COVID now than I was when it first started. Well, it's when not I thought as bad everybody now. was going to die. Now yeah, it's, it's like, okay, it's like having, it's not even as bad as the flu. Well, that's what herd immunity does is your, your body. I mean, I've had COVID twice. Yeah. yeah. I guarantee you, I get it again. I'm not going to be able to tell it from a common cold. And yeah. I, we can live, look, you can live in fear. I, you're just as likely to get hit by a beer truck as you are now. And it's just, I'm sorry, but. I'm not. Yeah. I'm more concerned about the side effects from the dang vaccine. <laughs> yeah, hopefully there's none. But and 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 I will say, you know, I have known a couple of people who have been in the hospital because of COVID when it first started. Um, but you know, hopefully there are going to be drugs over the counter, whatever medicine pill you can take if you get COVID. Take this. Uh, yeah, yeah, pill whatever. And you'll be, be, good be to ivermectin go. or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, exactly. I, I'm with you. I just, I, for me, it's it at least. They're not going to ever try and go back to the whole mandate things and, and you yeah. know requirements. And it's they took it way too far. They did. They got they got lockdowns, a, you know, lockdowns and think- and got power hungry with that. Yeah. And and I also think just the look people have to be allowed to have the right to do what they want to do. Yeah. And you know no I, I but yes I it's interesting that Pat brought that up because the vaccines you know now I just saw CDC came out with yet another yeah. vaccine that they yeah, encourage some, you to get some special booster that's supposed to uh, yeah. whatever that new variant is I'll get right on that. I don't know it's yeah, supposed I'll, to be more active to that one yeah so. I'll, I'll get right on that yeah uh, that's that is okay. that's gonna be on the top of my list <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, but you got to get peanut butter first at the grocery i got store. A, i got a lot of <laughs> it's a long list but it's on there it's yeah right after um yeah uh, i got yeah lots of other things but i mean it's i'm glad pat brought it up and he's right about you know the the competitive advantage that biological males have because they do. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's and anybody who denies that is just being naive. It's you know, you're it's like, come on, it, it's we but, need to be fair to all. Yeah, exactly. Well, we'll see. I mean, I'm curious to hear what uh, what she does have to say coming up here after the top of the break. Uh, we're going to talk with University of Kentucky swimmer Riley Gaines. You'll re- recognize her if you see her photo. She's on the podium with Liam uh, and, and you know it's a stark difference and we'll see what she has to say so stick around we'll be back you're listening to John Whitmer's show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS Wichita's number one talk hey Rob Bradford here I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time baseball isn't boring now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.